Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back. Yeah, you missed. Duo. I missed you too, man. Uh, I felt like it's been. I feel like it's been more than two weeks. Yeah, because like, a lot of people, I don't know if they realize, like this isn't just uh, a show that we do. Mm. This is really the only day that we can yeah. hang out. Yeah, with um, our schedules, we have to plan to get together. Yeah, so like I, <laughs> I didn't see you at all last week. I know, I know. It was uh, fortunately it was game of the month podcast. Week. So yeah, so at least we got to chat. That's right. But otherwise, we probably wouldn't have chatted at all. So yeah, I'm happy to be back, man. Yeah, I got to tell you, I had a lot of fun with Joe. Me too. Uh, I had fun with Bill. He's a very warm and inviting person. Joe is extremely professional and organized and well put together. Yep. He is clearly the one who carries that show over there. Well, I, mean, I, don't think, I don't think it's a secret that he hosts two podcasts that are both wildly successful. Dude, Bill puts in the time. Those yeah, two make a good team. How much time did Bill put in editing? That's the thing. Joe does the editing. Right. Well, I mean, I think they talk about how much editing actually goes on. <laughs> yeah, actually, I heard. The, I listened to the show today before this. Okay, I haven't heard it all yet. Um, but uh, yeah, Bill, uh, he knows how to get people to talk, man. Yeah, yeah, he he's like. You had me talking about bagging dead people and What's stuff. What's the, uh, the, uh, the actor studio? What's that guy's name? Uh, I can't remember his name. The glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is your with the beard? Curse word. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I forget his name. Uh, that's that's Bill. That's Bill. I know I had a great time with Joe. Me too. Uh, on this week's episode of STC, they mentioned doing another swap where Bill comes to this show. Okay. And I go, and wait. So you would be on with Joe... And I would be on my bill, but it would still be... I see what you're saying. So you would either go back to STC, or, or I would... All right, I see, I see. Um, That's a tough yeah. one. We, we have to figure out... Them. Yeah, because one of us, one pair, is still going to do the same show that they did last time. Right. Yeah. Um, where I, Or you and Joe could record STC, and me and Bill could... Now, I suppose... See, what I'm thinking would be best would be, cause, because Joe does the editing, yeah. have you and Joe do an STC. I see, yeah. And then have Bill and I do a, car a cartridge. I like weekly. that Joe edited me and Bill's STC, though, because then he got to hear it before. Yeah. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, he was really impressed. He said that uh, you uh, did a passable job filling in... Uh, Joe had a lot of... The dead space. ...of nice things that he said to me, and, uh, you know, I actually meant a lot <laughs> Because I was so nervous to be Joe, man. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. But Bill got things out of me, and then I ended up saying more things after we started recording that he wished was in the show oh, that really? I thought maybe would not be appropriate for the show. Oh, you asked him to take him out? No, no. I just... We were done recording at the time. Uh, we were just chatting after. Um, but I was telling some OR stories. So maybe I'll make a list of OR stories, and I will uh, have an episode just for that with the STC guys. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. So we're supposed to start this show with the news portion, and that, I mean, that's not really news, it's Cartridge Club news, I it's guess. It's news, but, yeah. Uh, but it explains why I wasn't here last week. Exactly. And you know, a huge <laughs> thank you to the guys at STC. Yeah. Those guys Very are awesome. accommodating. New episodes out, well, I guess two days ago now. Yeah. Uh, definitely check that out. Check it out. If you're a Patreon, I'm going to try and have this up for Patreon today, so. Oh, really? You might see this wow. today. Well, they didn't get a video last week, and I feel really bad about that. Oh. I was going to do a game room tour video for them, and uh. I recorded the first half of my footage, and then somebody took my tripod. Was that Cooper? <laughs> also, That's based some... on your comment, uh, you, you were chatting about coffee there for a bit. On yeah, Twitter, this right? is pretty delicious. So I made uh, P2 a Kenyan coffee. Kenyan. Uh, with uh, just a dollop of cream. Dollop. Yeah. He actually just put one thumb in the cream and put it right in my coffee. That's right. Delicious. And he says it's great. No sugar. Yeah, it's actually not bad at all. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm open to trying new things. Yeah. Coffee related. So uh, we should talk about some news, some gaming news. Yeah, let's get into it because we're running out of time. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is going right. to be a long episode. I got to get my notes. Especially with everything that's coming up. Got to get my notes up. I've been taking notes. And our questions. I don't know if you looked at any of the CC answers portion today. But... I've seen one from Musty earlier. Thank God I've seen it because I had to. Okay, you're prepared then? I am prepared. Because I was like, I better pick six in case P2 picks three of the same ones that I do. Yeah, I only picked three, so it's a good okay. call. Um, okay, a couple things here. First one, I don't know if you guys covered it last week. Bethesda saying they're only going to give review copies out one day early from yeah, now on yeah. to reviewers. Um, 2K Games already does this. They oh. only release the review copies on, at midnight of the release date New Zealand time. Oh. Uh, I 100% support this. 100%. Mm -hmm. I couldn't back this more. The reason being, um, and Jim Sterling, if you if you this is a really hot topic. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, Jim Sterling gives it a really good... Uh, breakdown on his show mm -hmm. as well the guys at game burst give it a really good breakdown on their show uh, and one of the things that jim sterling says is um the reviews are for customers to make informed decisions mm. if you're pre-ordering a game or buying a game on day one you're not making a pre you're not making a an informed decision most likely he said chances are even any reviews that are out that early you're likely you very likely shouldn't trust them mm -hmm. because Games can change. There can be day one patches. There can be features of the game that aren't the same, that don't function the same. Yeah. Uh, and there are numerous, numerous examples of games that got really bad reviews by, by early review copies, mm -hmm. and then were completely different games when they released, and vice versa. Games that got glowing reviews, mm -hmm. and then when they released, servers crashed, and you know things couldn't couldn't so, keep up. This is my question: Is who does this affect? If you were going to wait for a review anyway, right. say you were going to wait and watch it the day, who cares if you watch it that day or, or the next week? What's the difference? I think the point is by only releasing these review copies a day before the game releases, mm -hmm. you're not going to beat Skyrim in a day. So instead of your review coming up I know, the day that's the what game I'm saying comes out, is... your review comes out a week later. And So is this to get people who are going to wait for a review but now are not going to wait for a review and just buy it anyway? Like It doesn't make sense. Who cares? I think... <laughs> The reason Bethesda is doing it is because... No, no, no. I understand oh. their purpose. What I don't understand is the backlash from this. Why do people... If they're going to wait for a review to buy that game anyway, why don't they just wait? I don't get it. Oh, so you're saying why... I don't think... I don't know if, like, if they're consumers gonna... are upset. Well, then who's upset? I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I shouldn't... I know that a lot of the reviewers are upset. Uh, places Why? like uh, IGN, <laughs> probably Kotaku. Yeah, I guess because their traffic is their numbers. Exactly. But, but they it, can still get it out early. Everybody's on equal playing ground. And, well, they're reviewing an actual copy of the game. When they when they do a preview of a movie, mm -hmm. it's the movie. Yeah. It's not like on Wednesday, the movie critics see a version of a movie, and then on Friday, they release the director's cut for everybody. Mm -hmm. What they see on Wednesday is what you get on Friday. Right, yeah. And yeah. they don't send them... I don't why I shouldn't say this because I'm not in the movie industry, but I don't believe they get preview copies of movies uh, up to a month in advance mm. of the movie being released. Right, no, of course not. Uh, so I think the people that are mostly upset are game reviewers and people that just like to be upset. Yeah, um, I don't understand. You know what I mean? There's a whole pocket of the internet that it doesn't matter what the, the news is, yeah. whatever story comes out, we're going to be angry about it because we are informed and right. we're intelligent and goddammit, we should be angry about everything. Okay, so consumers have no reason to be upset. Patient consumers don't. If you're if you're so impatient, if you're if you're buying a game on if you're waiting for that review of for that review one, yeah. on day one to buy that game, if you're that close to buying it, you probably are going to buy it anyway. You know, or just wait. If if you are that if the review is that much of a sway to you, 
then wait. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why people just care wait. about this. You know what I mean? Like, I would just wait. Guy, people that are going to... I'm on the fence. I'll just Jim, wait. Like Jim said, people that are going to buy this game on day one anyway aren't affected by what reviews IGN and Kotaku yeah. and those people do. Mm. But what does happen is places like Angry Joe. See, this could have been a rant. This could have been a rant. It could have been. He I have puts, another one that could have been a rant, too. Jesus. <laughs> he puts a lot of thought and, and process into his reviews, and they're long, in-depth reviews. Anybody who's, who's actually waiting to hear a reviewer's opinion of a game or multiple reviewers' opinions of a game, mm. just be patient and wait. Mm. Now, that being come. said... Now, if they had said you're not allowed to review our games anymore, I can understand consumers exactly. being upset. But just wait. Or give them money. <laughs> well, and so by, by saying, no, we're not releasing any review copies till the day before, it eliminates the, well, did they just give copies to people that would give positive reviews question? Right. It eliminates the... Um, yeah, I mean, I don't care. Uh, like all of those things can be removed from the equation if everybody across the board. And I think it should be this way for. I think it should be a mandated rule that no game, but obviously there's no overarching hmm. commissioner of video games. Yeah. But if all video game companies waited till the day before, how many times do you hear, "Oh, there's a review embargo on this game. There must be something wrong." Yeah, everybody. Thinks oh, that review copies of this game didn't go. Look, there must be something wrong. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Bethesda said, "Fuck all that." Yeah. We're gonna wait till the day before. You're going to get the same game, and at that point, you'll play. It'll play the same as you're going to get. Yeah. And if that's a problem for you as a reviewer, we're sorry. And they even said in their statement, to customers who really need those reviews, who wait and value those reviews, we encourage you to wait mm. until your favorite reviewers post their review. Yeah, they're not restricting reviews. It's just... So this hurts people who pre-order, who are doing it anyway. Yeah. If you're pre-ordering, you're not waiting for a review because there's no fucking review. Yeah, it doesn't affect them at all. You're gonna buy if you're pre-ordering a game, you're buying the game anyway. Yeah, yeah. No matter what the IGN review says on the day, day one, of release, yeah. you've already pre-ordered it. You're yeah. buying it. Anyway, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. So okay, yeah. the next one, which I'm sure will also be fast. Um, on the topic of pre-ordering, uh, this has been a hot topic lately. Getting the game early for paying extra a premium price. Uh, I'm okay with that. If that keeps my car, I will never. I shouldn't say that. I will most likely <laughs> not ever find myself so badly wanting a game mm -hmm. or a game franchise. Because at that point, you have to assume it's a franchise that you love. Ooh, dude. All right. That me, I would pay. Let me give you a scenario. Okay. All right. You have a week of vacation. Right. On that week, on Friday, um, I don't know, what, what game do you like? The new Mass Effect is coming out that Friday. You could pay $20 extra, get it Tuesday, play it your whole week of vacation. Uh, Would you then do it? Also, do you think it's okay to pay early to get early access? I do think it's okay to pay early to get early access if that keeps the cost of the game down for regular people who do not need that early access. Okay. okay. If I want to buy the game on regular release day for regular price and offsetting the increasing cost of producing games, you charge some guy who really, or girl, who really, really loves a franchise mm -hmm. extra money to play it early, I'm okay with that. Right. They're not locking away any hidden secrets. They're not locking away any special powers. Yeah. It's you love this game. You love this franchise. You want to play it early. Here you go. Play it early. Mm -hmm. So you're forced. You, you like this franchise, but you aren't crazy insane about it. You're not fanatical about it. Um, then you and you can wait. You can wait, and you can pay the price that everybody else pays. Yeah. Now it comes down to, however, you're a guy who uh, saves his and pennies. as far as as far as your review, your question. I oh, plan yeah. my my leave is fluid. There's no set. I'm on leave this week. Mm -hmm. I would have already planned it to be starting on the Tuesday that Mass Effect came oh, out. Okay, or Friday. <laughs> or the Friday. That's the next point I'm looking <laughs> to make. So, let's say the game is 
Well, that's the other thing. Are they delaying it? Anyway, um, Friday, the game comes out. You've saved your pennies, and uh, you just have enough money to buy this game. However, your best friend, me, for example, bought, uh, goes ahead and spends the extra 20 bucks, gets it. Now, I'm playing it on Tuesday. Aren't you worried about the risk of me spoiling something? Of course, I wouldn't, but somebody out there, somebody dumb could. Um... I don't. I don't. Watch, I don't so watch scared. walking. I don't watch any TV shows live. I don't walk around in fear. Dude, I've already had so many shows spoiled, and I. In, all, in my defense, I only watch Westworld. Yeah, and, and Deadwood. All right. Well, what's <laughs> which is fifteen years? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna get spoiled. I don't watch. New Let's TV. say somebody spoils Westworld for you. They're getting it two days early, and everybody's talking about it at work. Well, and you're like, oh, I don't want to hear it. But you people, can't. You have most to hear people it. are assholes, and you should surgically remove them from your life. But you're at work. What can you do? I have people at work talking about shows all the time. It's really easy to get people at work to stop talking to you. How? Tell them to go fuck themselves. I can't do that. <laughs> I, have, I have patience and talking I, to me. And I quote. <laughs> I'm going to go buy a chain and a, cu and a can of gasoline. I'm going to lock you in oh that room. Oh, my God. Burn. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Don't worry. I spoke to somebody all those all those feelings. That, you said that? Yeah. <laughs> but my email didn't work for three weeks. Wow. Um, and they kept telling me it was my fault. But, yeah, as for my part, I am also okay with being able to buy, spend more, and get it early. In all honesty. I am terrified of spoilers. But, like you said, it's going to keep the cost down. It's going to keep the developers going. Right. I don't care. Go ahead. If you were going to... But if we're both planning on playing the division, mm. and we're gonna play oh, that's it together, point is online games. Is somebody gonna get an advantage? If you're that diehard of a player mm. that you're worried that somebody else will have a five day advantage on yeah, you, yeah, something you're much. paying that extra money. Yeah, it'll all you know even out in the end anyway. Anyway, we gotta move on, man. There's only two topics. I have more. I know. Um, <laughs> this, this next one isn't really news. So I'll, say, I'll I'm just not gonna say it. Um, okay. there's new Switch news coming in January. They, they announced the day that right. they're going to release it. So I think we should make the statement that until they announce actual facts, we're not going to discuss it on the show. About Switch? Yeah. All right. But I am excited that we don't have to wait until March right. to get, you know what so I mean? So until you will not hear any more Switch talk on here, yeah. unless somebody asks a question and CC answers yeah, yeah. Uh, about the Nintendo Switch, I'm not going to dabble in rumors no. and conjecture. I'm no. going to wait for facts. Uh, this is another thing, though, that is kind of a rumor, but... Also releases something else we're going to talk about is there's all these sites coming up again about the Wii U production being ended. Oh, uh, but that was debunked. There was one other one that came out that said it is, but I don't care about the actual news part. I care about the fact that if the Wii U is discontinued and the 3DS is not discontinued, does that mean it's a home console? The Nintendo <laughs> DS is not a successor to the Game Boy. It will not replace the Game Boy SP line. But there will be another Game Boy. That's a direct quote from Nintendo. Yeah, but what I'm saying before the DS replaced the, the Wii Boy. U gets discontinued and the 3DS doesn't get discontinued, right. doesn't that mean the 3DS is going to continue? The 3DS to be supported? still has games that are coming out between now and right. the next year. Yeah, so it's going to continue to be supported. Yeah. So is this is the replacement of the Wii U then, right? Anyway, moving on. Oh, a uh, new game. <laughs> uh, the people who made Journey, they're making a new game. They released some oh, yeah. screenshots. Do you push excited. down for this one? Maybe. Oh, it's the two candles. Yeah, what is this? I don't know. It You're probably really just wick. You probably just watch it burn. I would play that. I would play the hell out of that. <laughs> uh, I have a news uh, thing. Okay, go ahead. Um, JJ uh, mentioned it to us. I saw Miles share that on uh, on Facebook. Nintendo is reactivating Nintendo Power. That was Online. my last one. <laughs> oh, okay, for yep. three days, November 11th to 13th, for the yeah. launch of the uh, in in 
in uh, conjunction with the launch of the NES Classic. That's awesome. We're going to get Dad to call and curse. And ask how to get through the Lost Woods. It's going to be great. We could reenact something from our yeah, childhood. Yeah, film it. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I am sure it'll be a ridiculous cost associated with it. Um, and you know what? I bet it's not going to be that expensive. I think they're going to do it as a gimmick, and it's going to be cute. And I bet it'll probably, it might even be free. I'll be interested to find out. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's all I have for news. All right. Let's do update. All right. Update. Uh, so, new bonus, Sparrow. Dude, new bonus barrel. I have so much to talk about this week, man. Uh, you want to get the bonus barrel first? Because it's going to be a long one. Let's do bonus barrel first. I, I love bonus barrel, man. They. This episode, episode 100, is the episode you should watch if you have not heard bonus barrel yet. If you have, you already love them and they're great. But episode 100, dude, you will get to see a piece of every single one of them that you wouldn't see on any other episode. I mean, you see glimpses of them throughout all the other episodes, but this one is like getting into their soul. The main <laughs> thing I learned is that Lef is super snaky. Lef is smart. You see, you learned this about this. In this episode, it covers so much about that. Lef was like... Say she's a robot? Lef was like, this <laughs> game isn't my favorite game, but if I put it at my number one spot, right. then it'll make it on the list with everything else. But that's else. Lef. He's strategic. And I, and I can drop <laughs> Super Mario World to the end because I know all these other suckers are going to put it on there. <laughs> He's strategic. That's why he likes he strategy is. games. Say, listening to Sagey explain that algorithm oh, that he came up with... My nipples I was, were hard, I dude. had to pull over. We were driving home from work. And I had to pull the car over. Oh, man. Tony was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I just got to listen to this. This is... I know. This is I'm taking incredible. notes on the highway on my phone. I'm trying to drive and not swerve. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm on the, I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. I want to ask them to send it to us. Oh, I want to I want to do it for the club. Oh, I would love to do it, man. I'd love, love to do a top 100 for the club. That would be That amazing. would require like its own special show. We'd have to get probably Curtis or somebody involved to be the host yes, for that. Yes, that's right. He could be our MC. Well, for he's, sure. he's our voiceover guy. He is. He is. He's the character's called voiceover. Yeah, he did such good, such a good job on SCCs. Anyway, yeah, I, I have to agree. Episode 100. You learn a lot about Shelby. You learn a lot about yes. Rob. Yes. Also, uh, Rob says a word uh, by mistake. He says atmosphere instead of atmosphere. And I and I thought atmosphere is like the perfect description for so many things. Yeah. Like atmosphere. It's gonna be a thing. I'm gonna make it a thing. I guess somebody knows. Oh, I like that. That could be really good. Yes. Uh, Shelby's gonna represent. Shelby's the P2. Of yeah. the bonus barrel. So I, she's probably gonna, she took that on. It's I weird, though, because she didn't just choose all Mario games. Yeah, I know. But she, but she actually uh, has a pretty good list thus far. I was pretty impressed. Uh, no Yahtzee yet, though. Um, uh, also, Rob said he would adopt me as a brother. So thank you. Um, you I have a note here that just says everything I love about BB. <laughs> so really? think, That's the note you made? I made a note. Uh, oh, the amount of editing! Yeah, they have game music for every single game that they talk it's about. It's an incredible show. So this is the top 100 list of their... Anyway, I, I'm going on and on. It's the top 100 games uh, of all time anyway, as per I've, Bonus Barrel. I've said and enough. No joke. Um, I know we talk about them a lot. It is... Oh, that's what I want to talk about. It's one of the best podcasts. <laughs> like, this specific episode is one of the best podcasting episodes I've ever heard. Oh, it's the best podcast I've ever heard in my entire life. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Wow. Like, now, let me get into why. Because this also came up when I, when I was on with Bill. He was like, man, you're always uh, talking about bonus barrel. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know what happened, but I thought about it. And I know why. I have such an attachment to these guys. Um, you were gone away. You were out at sea. I didn't have you here. GT chat got shut down. G Game shows got shut down. You know who filled that gap? Bonus barrel, man. <laughs> and like, I got attached to them because they came in a time where I was pretty... I was having a baby. I was going through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff. <laughs> anyway, so they came in. They're awesome. I don't want to get all emotional. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. But I have an attachment to these guys. and I, So I do talk with them a lot. I never realized it until Bill they, said. They only live in PEI. We could, I know. We could take a weekend and drive over there. I was thinking about trying to get them to go to Barrie, but 
Who knows? I wish they had one in yeah, yeah even. Anyway. Well, no, because we could all drive up together. That's what I'm thinking. But, and now poor Seiji's gone, but he can make me to say. Anyway. Okay, so post for episode 100. Yeah, we gotta move on. All right. So, uh, CC Doppelgangers. Man, we have a lot of talk about this week. Yeah, so CC Doppelgangers. Uh, there's a picture of Musty Hobbit that Dean put up <laughs> where uh, Dean's holding a menu and it says uh, six fifty for uh, really big cock. Something about a big cock yeah. and you're something. But in the know. background, Musty is sort of looking off into the distance. And it's the same look uh, that Bradley Cooper has in a lot of his movies. All of his movies. Uh, and Bradley Cooper has sort of the long hair in a few of his shows. And, and dreamy. It just, I, I, looked, I saw it and I was just like, Musty looks like Bradley Cooper. He did. So I tweeted a picture. Actually, I did. Uh, that was second. I started calling him Bradley Cooper at that point. Yeah. Hadn't tweeted any pictures yet. No. Diego uh, posted a picture of him and his baby. And it, when he posted a picture, Dude, he first, like... I thought he had met Colin Farrell. I thought it was Colin like, Farrell. He looked, and this isn't the first time I've thought Diego looks sort of like Colin Farrell. <laughs> um, but as soon as he posted this picture, and I was like, I have to fucking do a reference here for him. I have no. to show him that. Please tell me you've heard this before. Um, <laughs> Did you say you heard I it? showed Colleen. I was like, look at this. And yeah. she was like, is that Colin Farrell? Yeah, and, um, and I said, yes, it is. I got to look up this hashtag too yeah. so I don't forget And, and the funny thing is, Diego's law firm, law practice operates out of a phone booth. <laughs> so anyway, I tweeted a picture of uh, Colin Farrell, the CC doppelgangers. Then we did Musty and um, right. Bradley Cooper. Yep. And then I think Musty came up with uh, Eric, the Mighty Q Dog. Oh, and uh, it's the St. Louis baseball manager. I don't know the name. Is it St. Louis? I think. Anyway, yeah, you look just like him, though. Um, for maybe he's not. Name. Tommy Lasorda, maybe? I don't know. Uh, the hashtag only name. brought up Colin Farrell, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't help. Um, I get to hit all tweets, and you'll see it. Oh. But uh, it's crazy. Duke posted one of him uh, that is very similar. <laughs> so if there's any Cartridge Club members out there that you see that you think looks like a celebrity, or you think a celebrity looks like a Cartridge Club member, somebody did Conan O'Brien... And uh, vintage, and vintage, yeah, that was um, pretty funny. So if you if you think there's a club member who looks like a famous person, get a picture of the club member, get a picture of the famous person, throw them together on Twitter, hashtag CC Doppelgangers. Yep. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, the new SCC episode came out today. Um, oh, yeah, we were, came I, out two I feel like we already talked about them. That's because they're awesome, and uh, we started the show with them, and now we're going to talk about it again because they're that good. Yeah. Check out STC. Bill. This is full of Bill episodes. One of the things that happens. I'm looking forward to hearing He more tries to get a, a game price match at Walmart yeah. from an EB Games flyer. And the manager, first of all, the, the clerk says, uh, we don't price match EB Games. What? He's like, what? And then the manager, he goes and talks to the manager. And the manager's like, I've never even heard of this store. Bill's like, look out the fucking window. They're across the parking lot. <laughs> I said he never heard of EB Games. I don't, EB Games, what's that? Oh my God, I can't wait to listen I to that. I thought he was fucking with me. I actually, I, I stopped everything I was doing. And I messaged him. And I was like... Are you fucking with me? That is insanity. Now, speaking of STC, it's a great episode. We're gonna keep talking about STC. You know why? Because everybody's talking about STC. You oh know, yeah. You know who's especially talking about STC? The Q dogs. The Q dogs. Oh my god, dude! I was watching. I was rocking my baby, trying to get her to sleep, and I I, I stupidly clicked on Q dog. I was like, oh, you're usually pretty chill. I'll just watch it. But boy, was I laughing, man. It's. <laughs> I woke the baby up. I was like, ah. So the Q Dogs in their weekly vlog this week did a Halloween skit where uh, they. <laughs> so um, good. No, it wasn't a skit. What did Bill call it? It's not a skit. It's a. There's another word. There's skits and something else. Um, for know. comedic things. Anyway, um, it is a satire. No, it's a longer word for skit. Um, anyway, I don't know, man. They they dressed up like uh, STC. Eric was uh, Joe and uh, man, those Mel two was spot uh, on. Bill, and they crushed it. Their mannerisms. Spot Eric on. even sounded like Joe. I thought, well, if you close your eyes, it's Joe. And I don't know <laughs> how much, like, he must have, imagine the hours he must have spent at the gym 
just to get the Joe physique like that. Yeah, it would like, have been They were really trying, dedicated yeah. to their craft. And he definitely took some time to get into character. Didn't just win. He didn't pull Ben Affleck when he, he took the time. When and, he walks <laughs> off the screen and just walks away, yeah. I was just like, this is fucking Yeah, dope. because of what Melissa or Mrs. Q-Dog says when he leaves, it's just like what Bill would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, so, Perfect. so definitely check that out. Oh, man, there's so much going on. So much. Mystery Box made it to Japan, dude. Duke sent <laughs> Duke and the crew at Retro Nonsense had the Mystery Box. They sent it to Rambox. Richard messaged me, and he was like, I, I honestly did not expect this to make it out here. I am blown away. I am and blown I, away. I was just like, that's the club, man. That is huge. So he's dude. really excited to open it up. And I know one of the things, you're not supposed to say what you put in, but Duke told me something he put in, and I'll tell you off camera. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. And it, I guarantee it's what it's what Richard picks. Oh, all right. Um, oh, cool. I'm excited then. Yeah. Um, also, I can't Retro got over there. That's amazing. Yeah. So he's gonna open that up on camera, uh, take out what he chooses, and then send it off somewhere else. Uh, who knows where? Yeah. Who knows? Um, it could be anywhere. Japan. <laughs> so yeah. So that made it to Japan. So that's hope for everybody who doesn't live just in right. North America. This box is. Yeah. It's global. It's officially global. It's global. Um. Retropixel put a new video up. Uh, it's his first experiences as a, uh, a retailer at the Durham uh, Game Exchange. Oh yeah, it's really cool. He's got yeah. uh, he's got Miles on there. He's got Canadian Retro on it's there. It's cool seeing. Like I'm he's so got, jealous uh, of the people who live out there, man. Yeah, he's got Hodge on there. They all make appearances. They all. Oh. So it's like I always just I just imagine it's like that Cheers. Every the, night they all get off work and they all go to a different person's game room. Right. <laughs> and it's probably not like that, but no. that in my head is what the Ontario too. the Ontario chapter of the club is like. I, I do picture it like Cheers. It's so they're cool. like the Sons of Anarchy of the Cartridge Club. They're the Redwood chapter, the, you know what I mean? I never watched it. I don't know. No. It's really good. Uh, J-Rock's my Opie. Is that a Bible show? Um, oh, yeah. Um, back to Post Barrel. Um, look forward to Cobb's Corner. It's a new podcast coming out. Um, right. I have it's, for another podcast. It's more Xbox-focused. Uh, it's Cobb's Corner. <laughs> Cobb, yeah, Cobb is going to No, it's not real. <laughs> it's Cobb. Cobb's... I know. <laughs> Moving on. I heard the um, All right. Uh, how are you okay? Uh, I think it was Kevin posted up a video... Uh, talking about Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Good, good, good combo. Good yeah. Combo. I think, uh, anyway, go ahead. That's on the Cartridge Club site. Check that out. Uh, Schmucktober is also now officially over as of the 31st. Right. So uh, Retro Kaiser did one review a day for a month. He's crazy. A review a That's day. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, do we have any birthdays? I didn't even look. Shoot, I did not look it up. But I can look that up. You keep going. You can talk about Julian getting his haircut because that's my next one. All right, one. so Julian's getting his haircut. Uh, Julian Vega getting a haircut. <laughs> I believe he's donating the locks to uh, a wig making yeah. uh, company. I told him it would be a good idea. Um, I, I hope it goes straight down to the wood like uh, Diego, Joe, myself, Eric. It's Hodge. the Cartridge Club look. It's, it is the look. Yeah. Um, uh, even Kevin's sort of like halfway in between there. Yeah, you're right. Um, so definitely check, uh, check out Julian's uh, post haircut pictures. Oh, yeah. speaking of Julian. Uh, Julian suggested to the Patreon that uh, oh, yeah, we cool. have uh, Patreon members uh, be allowed to be uh, a studio audience for the recording of the Cartridge Club shows. So we did a trial run with Dead Space mm -hmm. where we had him on to listen live as we recorded. So you get you uh, anything that gets cut out, you get to hear uh, stuff like that. And he did it, and he said he loved it. He had a great time. I honestly didn't think anybody would want to sit there and just listen to us talk. I know, talk. me too. But he said, I that's technically, I guess that's sort of what people do anyway. Yeah. Um, so is, he said he had a good time. So that's going to be opened up to any other patrons. Um, it, it, I don't know if something was a floodgate of people that want to listen to the shows live or not. But uh, we'll uh, we'll let everybody know when we're recording uh, the shows. Uh, Nintendo Doctor is his birthday on November 5th, which is actually tomorrow, but it's yesterday now. So mm. happy birthday, Doc. Also on November 5th. Canadian Retro is... That's tomorrow? 
Yeah. Oh man. Doing a 24 hour live stream for charity. Uh, go and check that out. Give some money if you can. It's for kids. If you can't give money, retweet it, share it on Facebook, share it on Tinder, Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, don't share it on Tinder. Um, <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, so yeah, if you're around Saturday and you just see it on there, just hit a retweet. It's no yeah. big deal. Um, toss a couple bucks if you can. And check it out. Watch them. Watch them play some games. It's fun watching people stream. Um, how did this mic test go? Were you there for that? I was at that point. I was already in bed because I, oh. uh, Colleen and I were celebrating last night. What were you celebrating? Me beating the Cartridge Club game of the month before oh. you. <laughs> I was blown away, dude. I was like, Sean's going to hate this game. And the next thing I everybody, know, he beat it. Everybody <laughs> said, so the game of the month this month is Per Rapper the Rapper. And everybody from the top to the bottom said P P1 is going to hate this fucking game. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so I sat down with the wife. I said, you want to try out Per Rapper the Rapper? And she was like, yeah, let's do that. So we sat down. We went to easy mode first to just sort of get a feel for the game because it's, it's my first rhythm game. Yeah. Um, she's played the Michael Jackson experience and Just Dance and I think those are rhythm games but anyway um, <laughs> so we, we, we blew through easy mode so then we threw it on the no normal difficulty uh, much steeper learning curve but because of that I actually got a rush from beating levels so it was much like with Shovel Knight where I got excited after beating yeah. certain bosses yeah. there were stages when I was like like Dark Souls kind of thing yeah. exactly so the first stage and the fifth stage gave me a rush you know it was just like and I'm playing it, and I was down here, and she was upstairs. Eventually, she got frustrated, and she quit. And I was like, Understand. I, was, I was on stage five, and I was like, I was like, ribbit, ribbit, I can't hold it. The last toilet that I had, I already sold it. Oh, my God. I'm only <laughs> on uh, the cake bacon one. That's the one I'm on. That's I blew the, I was I was expecting that one to be hard. Dude. I beat it on my second try. I, uh, I've only had a chance to play it a couple times because of the baby and whatnot, but I have not beaten it. Are you on uh, stage, are you on PSP or PS1? PSP. You want to try the PS1? No, I do not. All right. I'm going to try and uh, <laughs> unlock some of the cool modes, I think, now. Cool modes? Yeah, you can get cool, and if you beat each stage oh. with a cool rating, then you unlock a final stage where the two girls dance. Oh, I thought you could only complete a level on awful or bad. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you have to redo it on bad. Oh, my mistake then. Um, anyway, Rapper the Rapper, play along, check that out, let us know in the forums how you think. What you think of it? Let us know. I have one more thing. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Uh, my last one is just Yoshi. Yoshi Knuckles has been doing yoga. Yeah. I'm actually pretty interested. Um, he's been getting a lot of good results from it. I have a hard time sleeping. I got a lot of problems with my neck too. Um, so yeah. Anyway, does anybody else out there do yoga? I'd be curious to know. Maybe Yoshi could record himself and we could all do it along together like those morning yoga shows on cable. Hell yeah. I'd be down uh, for that. Cable TV. Mm, sign me up. Yoga with Yoshi. Yeah, he's yoga. He's also like, you know, Fixing caps on a broken uh, Thermographic yeah. 16. In the downward facing dog. Position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Yoshi, keep it up, man. Let me know how the yoga is working out for you. And that's all I have for update. That's crazy. We are almost, we're at like, we are really over time for this week. This is what happens when we go two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, spotlight. Spotlight. Oh, shit. Who's spotlighting? No idea. We did not think about this. No, normally we pick uh, ahead of time and discuss it. Yeah. Have we spotlighted Yoshi yet? No. Boom! Yoshi Knuckles! <laughs> You need a console mod done? Check out Yoshi Knuckles. You need to know anything about downward facing dog? Check out Yoshi Knuckles. His Twitter handle is at Yoshi Knuckles. He also has a YouTube now, Yoshi right. Knuckles. Uh, he's, uh, he's always available to play online games on the Wii U. Yep, extremely active. Giving away an S modded Genesis. Yeah. Uh, did you get in for that? No. Oh man, I'm in on it. I'm chic. He, so the way he's picking who wins, he's having like a battle royale on yeah. Smash. Uh, I have chic. So I'm hoping I win. I hope so. Should have gone with Fox. 
Box would have been my second choice if somebody had taken Sheik. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, the best character was still available. Yoshi, I can't even... Yoshi's been a member of the club for so long, I can't remember a time when he wasn't a member of the club. Yeah, me too. And you know what? We found him through Steven, I believe. Through Yeah, Hypecast. we used to joke that he was a co-host on Yeah, uh, on the Hypecast. Yeah, and then Steven stopped having him on. Yeah, and we took him. He's like, Yoshi's ours now. <laughs> Yoshi's great. Uh, I talk to him all the time. He's going to um, be a, an engineer. Yeah, um, man. He can he's, mod any console. <laughs> he's going to school. He's working on console mods. He uh, hasn't killed any of his family members. He is really rocking it. Yeah. Oh, they they frustrate him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yoshi's awesome. Yoshi's our spotlight. Yoshi should be our spotlight every week. He should be. He's, uh, he's I know Yoshi's real name. What is it? I'm not telling you on the air. Oh my god, I don't know it. Yeah, I tracked I never him down about on it. Facebook. I just assumed it was Yoshi. I made. Uh, I I was on Facebook once and I saw. That somebody had posted a comment that was similar to something he had tweeted, yeah. and the uh, thumbnail was the same picture. Oh. And I was like, that is Yoshi fucking Knuckles. You found him. Yeah. All and right. I messaged him, and he was like, how did you find him? <laughs> Man, this guy can anyway. All right. Check out Yoshi Knuckles. Awesome guy. And that's our spotlight. Yeah. Rants. On to Ooh. ranting. Have we not ranted already today? Dude, we've done so many rants. We've had like a bunch of mini What's rants. What's the other topic you have? These are just my three games for... Oh, the one I just oh, believe man. was, was that? Oh, on my list. Okay. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so, all right, I can make some others. <laughs> all right, good. Um, There's not that many. So rants. Uh, we didn't have. A, I didn't think we had a rant. Apparently, P two had a couple. But yeah. uh, so I shot a tweet out, and um, uh, Diego said he'd like to hear a rant on why um, crazy fanboys get upset when uh, games that are exclusive suddenly become unexclusive. So. Uh, I guess he's referring to Titanfall 2 that just recently went from being a Microsoft exclusive to being everywhere. Okay, so he's not talking about going exclusive from one console to another console. He's going from exclusive to multi-console. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I wanted to broaden that a little bit more and say, why do people get so possessive and fanatical over mm, games? These are two, two separate topics now, though. Okay, so then we'll stick with this. Okay. We'll, that's that's, that's one I'd like to do another time. That, that one's a good one. We can do that one now if you want. <laughs> so right, we'll do Diego's um, for sure. So I actually sort of experienced this when uh, back when the PS3 was out and Dark Souls uh, announced that they would be going yep. multi-platform. Yep. I was really upset uh, because as a fan of Demon Souls, I didn't want to have to experience a lesser version of a game um, because now whether or not it's true, but I had the um, perception that the Xbox 360 wasn't as powerful as the PS3. And that games designed for it could only be output at 720p, whereas games designed for the PS3 could be done at 1080p. Uh, the little research I had done at the time was anytime there was a cross-platform game that was done at 720, any PS3 exclusives were like 1080. Hmm. Uh, and I had heard, I, I can't remember if it was from somebody at an EV Games or where, but somebody had told me that the reason was the Xbox 360 couldn't output as well as the PS3, so they always designed things for the lowest common denominator. And that made me angry. That would have made me angry too if I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whether or not it was true, I don't know. I don't know either. That, but that that's... that was the only reason why. Uh, like I didn't care that they were getting it. I was just more upset that I might be getting a, a lesser version. Hmm. Now, especially in this case with Titanfall 2, because I think the PS4 and the Xbox One are very, very close uh, in their processing capabilities. Uh, if anything, I'm not even going to say it. They're very close. <laughs> They're almost identical. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why you would be upset that a console, well, that a game that was exclusive to your console, that its sequel is now going multi-platform. Um, they weren't upset that Rise of the Tomb Raider 
went multi-platform. They weren't. I don't understand why are people. I don't. I didn't. Even, I didn't even hear anything about. That. I don't really. Titanfall's not a game that I follow at all, so I didn't know anything about this. Mm. But uh, Diego mentioned it, so it must be true. Yeah, I believe him very much. So, um, if okay, here's the thing: if something was exclusive to one console and switched to exclusive to another console, that would upset me. Yeah, because then you can't play something you love. Right. Right. Um, well, let's say uh, Nintendo releases the Mario sixty four Switch game on PS four as well. Ah, uh, that would never happen. But what, let's say they do. I, I wouldn't care if they did. I, I'm going to play it on the Switch. But I am trying to think. But of you already own a PS4. I'm buying a Switch. Now. <laughs> right. But anyway, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a time where it was exclusive. So look at it this way: Final Fantasy used to be exclusive to Nintendo. Right. Then it was exclusive to PlayStation. Right. I'm trying to think of that bothered me. I think I liked it. <laughs> so I don't know. This is tough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many. I don't have a large background of games that were exclusive to one console and then became multi-platform. Yeah. It would be third-party titles. I think of Dark Souls 2. That was the first that's one. The, that uh, yeah, then that's the only one I could think of. And I was upset, but it's like I said, it's because I was under the impression, whether it was right or wrong at the time, I was under the impression that they were going to create a lesser version of a oh. game so that it could run on both. I know one that upset a lot of people. Tales of Vesperia. Vesperia. Yeah. Microsoft paid to have exclusive on their console. That upset a lot of people. Okay, but that's still not really what... I know, it's in the top, it's in the top. I don't know, I mean, if you're upset that your game is now going to be able to be... So if it's something you enjoy, and now more people can enjoy it, maybe try being happy that more people can enjoy the thing you enjoy. Um, if it's something that you enjoy, and if like, you can still continue to enjoy it, who gives a fuck who else can enjoy it? If, like you said, if you get a lesser thing that will make... But even Bayonetta on PlayStation 3, I guess it was like the worst copy, and I would I enjoy it just as much. Like, I don't care. So I don't even care if it's a different bird. I don't know. I'm not good at this. Yeah, this is a bad one for me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think I, I think the bottom line is if you're upset that other people are going to play the game that you really like and you felt it should have been your own and your own little horde of games that nobody else could enjoy, you're a fucking douchebag. Oh, snap. Really? Like, nobody's going to make it. Like, like, of course they're not going to make exclusive on my Xbox One. It, it's underselling the PS4. So people should just keep used to that idea, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you would be upset that you can still play something that's going to be the same. There's not going to be any, like I said, um, the the only issue I had with the Dark Souls thing was that I thought we were going, I thought Dark Souls was going to be a, let, like I thought they're going to drop it all down, and I'm pretty sure Dark Souls is 720p. It probably is, but look at Bayonetta. You love Bayonetta on PS3, and it's the lesser version. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Right, but I didn't love Bayonetta, the prequel, there isn't one, before, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing is, Titanfall, and and what makes me laugh is the Titanfall that launched exclusive to Xbox One was a fucking... Didn't everybody hate that? I don't know. There was no single player. I don't remember any, like... It died out pretty quick. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and it did really, really well, but I don't remember hearing much about it other than this game is sort of empty feeling. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think my answer, Diego, is people get upset because I like to get upset, and... That's a good answer. <laughs> you just block those people. Yeah. A little, little mute, little mute action. Take yeah. care of that. Um, thanks for your uh, giving us a rant topic. We got a couple for next week though. So yeah, I'm really excited yeah, to talk yeah. about the fanatical one. Yeah, me too. We could have saved a couple from from news too for sure. All right, let's move on to answers. CC answers. Oh, I didn't even look them up. Shit. Bring them up. Bring uh, them up. Still for time. Um, I'm excited to do uh, Musty's answer. Yeah, me too. You know what? I was looking at the PS3 exclusives. There's a lot of them, but a lot of them I don't care about. Exactly. <laughs> 
That's what I thought as well. You know what's funny is I almost like the 360 exclusives more. Um, like Lost Odyssey. Oh, buddy, that's... and Oh, that's somebody's question. We can't talk about that yet. And Alan Wake. I haven't played that yet either, but I can't wait to. And probably Blue Dragon. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> there are still really good PS2. So, first up, Flock of Nerds. Yeah. At Flock of Nerds asks... What is your biggest regret related to video game collecting? Uh, losing all of our stuff as children, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, all of our games we had as kids, I, I say all, but it's like 90% of them. 90, yeah, uh, 95. Yeah. Are gone. We don't know where they went. Uh, our parents don't know where they went. We don't know where they went. Our N64 stuff was lost in a host fire that our aunt had. When we know, except for some boxes that I have yeah. and the two Zeldas, which and, I didn't... Uh, Anyway, we didn't lend them. And uh, <laughs> our GameCube stuff was lost in a flood that the same aunt happened. I don't know why we keep lending her. <laughs> She's got bad luck. Bad luck. Um, and she had another host fire after that. Let's go through one. What the fuck? Picture <laughs> uh, your question, Miles. What about you? Miles. What's your biggest regret? Uh, on top of that, I would also say my initial, when I first started really collecting again, my initial shotgun blast of I need to get everything as much as fast as I can because I didn't need all that shit. Um, yeah, that's true. I remember that. He had a lot of Assassin's Creed. I bought like seven box NES games at like Silent Service. Oh yeah, I remember those too. And uh, Othello was in there yeah. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Assassin's <laughs> were... Creed 3 is my biggest regret. Um, <laughs> that was a good That's time. your question. <laughs> so uh, Rob at Bonus Barrel asks, have you guys ever imported games? If so, some of your favorites. I have one imported game. It's Herzog's Way. I got it as a gift what? from Rambox. You have that? Yep. Oh yeah. Um, and the only reason he sent it to me is because uh, he knew I had a Retron 5 that could play it. And uh, he said, this is a game that you might enjoy, that you might have a hard time finding at home. Here you go. Yeah. It uh, led to modern RTS games. Yeah. That's my only import. I don't know if I have any. I well, tried in a Terranigma repro. That doesn't count. I tried to import uh, Todd Light Physical Edition for you before it was announced for us. Um, but ended up, they were out of stock, and then it got delayed, 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 and then they announced it for us. Yeah. And we got it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Look um, rough imports. Yeah, maybe Dragon Ball Z. I bet he's got a bunch. I know he has a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. do a host swap with Bonus Barrel. Dude. Well, I was on there. We're going to be on there eventually. Yeah. Then. All right. So, move on. <laughs> I'd like to have uh, one of them over here to talk. I'd like to have Seiji on here with me. Yeah. I, I just want I just want an hour alone with Seiji. Yeah. Just in the room. <laughs> Rub his head. Uh, so, next question. Shelby at BB Shelbo. P2. Are there, are there any games... <laughs> I like to think that you're the Shelby of the cartridge. Yeah, club. that's fair. Um, <laughs> are there any games based on movies that you actually liked and thought were decent? I'm going to say Goldmine. Hell yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Dang it, I did not read this question beforehand. Yeah, you fucked up. Oh, uh, I done fucked up. I done. You like Hook? I do. Oh, oh Hook is another one, yeah. But the Super Nintendo game of Hook is really, really well done. I mean... Highly what? recommended. Yes, it is good. And uh, the Super Star Wars, uh, Super Empire Strikes Back, those are fun. Yeah, um, just like the Phantom Menace on, on, on like the pod racing one. Is that yeah, game? Yeah, yep. That game's fun. Oh, and uh, Rogue Squadron. It's not really based on a game. It's oh, Batman. Batman on NES. Yeah. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron is loose. But Goldeneye is the top of that list for sure. Yeah, I'd say top. Goldeneye. What about you, Shelby? Um, I'm going to flip it around, Shelby. I don't want you to tell us if there's any movies based on video games that you enjoy. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, edit that out. Minotaur Zombie. Asks, <laughs> that was a big, uh, big Luke. What does P1 think of Lost Odyssey? Also, does he now see the greatness of Xbox for this amazing exclusive? <sighs> so I was playing Lost Odyssey today. I'm on disc two. So good. 
Uh, I may. I was talking to a guy yesterday at EB Games, and I was just in conversation with him, thinking about it. Said Lost Odyssey is the best role playing game of last generation. It um, is, and I'm gonna stand by that. You it's, mean turn based or in general? In general, oof, it's better than Dark Souls. I don't consider that an RPG. It's an, an action adventure RPG. You just said the word RPG. Right. That's why I asked you turn based. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say better than Dark Souls because the story matters for me. Well, we're gonna have to wrap this up. <laughs> it's better than Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, it is not better than Xenoblade Chronicles. It is good. But it is not better than Xenoblade Chronicles. It is for me. Oh my uh, god, this is a good conversation. <laughs> it's better than Dragon Age Origins. It's better than Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah. Everything. Um, it's better than... It's the best Final Fantasy since Final Fantasy 9. It's Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. Um, it's, it is fantastic. It is a really, really well put together game. A few minor gripes. I wish there was a way to go through combat faster when I'm fighting trash mobs. Not me. Um, but I, I, I love it. Graphically, it looks nice. Um, music is incredible. It's Sumatsu. Uh, Sakaguchi directed, wrote the story. Mistwalker is incredible. And I, I am very thankful that Microsoft uh, hired him to put together a team to make this game. Very, very excited. I'm also glad that I waited, that I played it now. Because if I had bought an Xbox when it came out and I had gotten that game, because it's fairly early in the Xbox life, is it? I would have been, I suspect, very disappointed Um from that point forward. Although I haven't played Infinite Undiscovery or um, Blue Dragon. Blue Dragon. Uh, I suppose the, the last remnant. I haven't played that either. And you know what? And now that I think about it. And you have Tails too. If I'd gotten an Xbox instead of a PS3, I would have had Dragon Age and Mass Effect both on Xbox. Dude, this is what I meant to bring up when with Musty's question is a lot of the PS3 exclusives I don't care for. I, I, oh, well, I haven't got to it yet. Sorry, I forgot we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I wonder if... I, so, I have to leave it. I wonder if we'll come I back to it. the 360. We'll come back to it. Move on. This is not the time. Even that can I know. Go. Keep going. <laughs> I want to save it. Steven Eider. Add Steven Eider. Has the hype bubble burst on Amiibo. They still make Amiibo? <laughs> Today's a new Amiibo release day. You can get Boo, Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong, Daisy, Peach, Waluigi, and Wario in the Super Mario Bros. Uh, pack. I like that you um, say Wario. It is Wario. Like Mario. Yeah. I had a discussion with this at work in the operating rooms. Um, I was saying, how do you... Was it with a pretentious uh, yank? No, I was talking to a <laughs> bunch of nurses and doctors. And I said, do you guys pronounce it Mario or Mario? And they said, well, we're not Italian, so we say Mario. Oh. But somebody... In the, but then there was like another half of the room who was like, it's Mario. What is wrong with you guys? Are those people Italian? No. <laughs> um, but they did say we're not Italian, so we say Mario. The hype bubble burst on Amiibo, Stephen, the day that the stock met the demand. Um, once you could walk into a store at any point after release and get the ones you wanted, the hype bubble was burst, and I haven't seen a lineup for them since. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I still buy them all because I still like them. They look really nice in my case. So do you think Nintendo should keep shorting people and, and building that hype? <laughs> That's tough, dude. Yeah, I do. It actually works. And it pisses like, everybody off, but they, they need it. They feed on it. I don't want to say they need it and they feed on it, but it's good marketing. If I said from the beginning, <laughs> as soon as you have stock on shelves, it's bad news. Absolutely. Think about back to when Amiibo started. The shelves were barren, even of the generic ones. It was picked and primed yeah, yeah, through. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Now that there's a full stock of all of them, the stocks, the shelves are overflowing because people don't care now. I remember when Ryu came out, I, I was at Walmart, I just happened to be looking, and I was like, oh, 
reuse them. There were 70 of them. And I was like, oh. And I just walked away. I was like, whatever. But if there there had only been one, you might have considered it. I would have messaged you and said, hey, do you need a Ryu? But there were so many, I was like, screw it. I mean, I guess it's better for the customers this way. Did you get Ryu? Yeah. You got to show people this case, man. Where is the right there? Oh, I see him. Okay. Thanks for your question, uh, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. What do you think? I, I think you picked some up. I'm don't get me sure. wrong. I will be getting the new ones, but I didn't rush out to get them today because I know I don't have to. All right. Um, question from uh, Which Derek. is why I used to rush out and get them before because I knew I had to. I feel the market and I go with whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, next up, Deej. <laughs> uh, at Deej13 from Two Doors. Is it Derek? Yeah. Yeah. Can P1 start watching YouTube videos at 1.5 or two times speed so you can watch longer videos? I guess this is a question from Hangouts. Uh, it's a well-known, I shouldn't say it's well-known, but it's, it's well-known. It's well-known that I, uh, I have a, a premium on my time, um, in order for me to watch something on YouTube. It's not just YouTube. It's, there's actually, I have time restrictions for everything. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier, I only watch Westworld and that's because I just don't have time to sit in front of a TV and watch shows. Oh, I wish I had time, man. Um, I miss days so Westworld is the only thing that interests me. Every other TV show that's out right now I find to be bland, um, so I just don't watch them. Uh, YouTube videos, uh, I need to fit them in when I can. In order to do that, it's usually in short spurts, um, so that's why I have the uh, five-minute to ten-minute rule. Um, and it's not that I think videos that are longer than ten minutes are bad, because there's a lot of really well-put-together videos that are longer than ten minutes. I just I don't have that kind of time to sit and watch. Yep. I do it for podcasts as well. Uh, there are very, very, very few podcasts that I'll listen to that are longer than two hours. Um, there's And there's not that many podcasts that I'll listen to that are between one and two hours. That one hour mark is perfect for me because that's and that's the time it takes me to either walk my dog or go to the gym, uh, which is normally when I listen to shows. Um, if I'm grinding in an RPG with Lost Odyssey like I am now, I'll go find a new show and I'll listen to its backlog. Hmm, smart. Um, so That's what I do with Dragon Quest 8. I, I wouldn't watch a video in 1.5 or 2 times speed. Just because when I watch a video, I watch the video. Um, a lot of people can multitask or prefer to multitask, do a couple things while things are happening. If I'm watching, when I watch the Q-Dogs video, I am just watching the Q-Dogs video. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on anything else. I watch that video and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, my wife actually gets really, really angry at me yeah. because if I'm watching a video mm-hmm. and she says anything to me at all, I completely ignore it. Yeah, we get in fights about that too, me and Megan. Um, so that's why I don't, and I, and I like to do things in one sitting. I don't like to, he's trying to get in. Yep. I don't like to uh, break them up. Um, if a video was longer than 10 minutes, I would have to break it up. I'm not going to watch it in two times speed because I'm going to miss things than that I would normally see. Um, but that being said, I realize that people, I'm like, each person is individual and unique and they have their own quirks and reasons to do things. My own personal time is my biggest asset to me. It's the most valuable thing to me. Um, people that worked on it, we can accumulate leave at work, which is very hard to do. They don't like to let you do it. And then it just sits there and you, you only, you don't ever have to use it. So I have 12 days that I accumulated, carried over from the deployment that I did last year and I'm using it this year and everybody at work is, they're losing their minds. They're like, why aren't you saving that for when you're 25 years in and you can get it cashed out or pay? And I'm like, because my time now to mm. me is more valuable than a couple of hundred bucks when I'm 50. Yeah. So that's, that's just a big, I really... I do. I am very busy a lot of the time. Um, through this is quite an answer. I just 
I don't understand. I don't want people to be like, well, P two's P one's a dick. He just doesn't watch stuff and listen to stuff. Right. But it's because like no, it makes sense. Thank you, covered. I'm well. busy and I have a lot that I'm doing and everybody. There's a lot of people that are busy and I understand that they don't have time. Like these the videos we put the videos. Oh, we're gonna start putting these videos back up because some of the guys watch them. Hey. Um, <laughs> But I wouldn't sit and watch us on camera for an hour. That's fucking... There's no way I would watch us for an hour. Ouch. And I love us. Ouch. Um, so... Okay. Um, uh, I, I clicked on a Hangouts link from... I think it was this week or last week. And they're like five hours long. Uh, I know. But there's some good <laughs> stuff in there, man. I accidentally just clicked on this uh, time stamp that was in the comments. And uh, it was, and Fitnat was talking about his time on our show way back when he was on episode three, I think it was. Hmm. Um, and he was talking about how his experience with how he was nervous and stuff. And I loved hearing him talk about that now. You know what I mean? So it hurts that I can't listen to all of these because I feel like I'm missing out on a lot. Um, but like you said, it's it's not that we don't want to watch it. It's just we just can't. There's just no time. I made a tweet last night that said uh, I feel like the Cartridge Club community is the collective conversations at a giant party. The party started in September of 2000 and whatever year it was, 13. Um, yeah, like and has carried on since then. And the conversations grow and mold and the party is just one long party. Yeah. And that is exactly that. So sometimes there are conversations, you're at a party and there's conversations happening in another room. You're not privy to it. And then when you hear about it afterwards, you're like, Oh man, I, I wish I had heard that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with the fact that I can't make it to the hangouts because I hear stuff like that, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. I, I love, yeah. I love to hear stuff like that. And it's just the same as I'm sure not everybody listens to every episode of the show. You know what I mean? And then they catch something on SCC where they mention something the bros said, and somebody laughs. Is oh, that's funny. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. It's just like when you're at a party, you're in the kitchen making a drink, and somebody says, oh, you're never gonna believe what yeah. Eric just did. The Eric just did a Joe impression. It was the best Joe impression. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're you know right. what I mean? So I don't know. That's a good call. Uh, but I wish I could consume all media and. I if just shoot it right into my brain. <laughs> I wish, man. And if watching the Hangouts at two times speed made it doable, I would do it. But it still is too long. <laughs> but I wanted it to be so bad. And the, she said. the Hangouts are probably like the Hangouts and the conventions are the two things that I feel like I miss out on the community the most. Yeah. That's why I rely so heavily on Twitter. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, we got to keep going, man. Yeah. I got to get to work. Um, <laughs> thanks for your question. Yes, thank you very much, Derek. Was it was Derek right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up. Duke from Retro Nonsense at Duke0619 says, P1 and P2 seem to get along so well and have a great relationship. Do. Was there a time when you didn't? Do you ever fight? I don't um, think we fight now, but we definitely did when we were younger. I can't. I don't remember any fights. We. I remember you doing things you shouldn't have done and me correcting you. No, we... we <laughs> <laughs> but you see, our age difference made it so that that period of time was so short because he was older and mature enough to realize fighting with your younger brother is dumb. Um, I don't remember ever fighting. You were too young then. It was just when we were really young. We, we played, used to fight like crazy. Oh. Yeah. Like you used to, I used to be playing with your dinkies. You'd come home and take them from me. Oh, I don't that fighting. That's fighting! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we, I mean, we played EverQuest together online. That was when we were older. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This period of fighting time was so short because you were five years older. Yeah. So. Um, I do think we're definitely closer now since we started doing YouTube and oh, the podcast. Sure. Yeah. But we've never had a situation. We never had a time when we weren't yeah, uh, friendly. Yeah, each other. yeah. We've yeah. always loved each other. That's so. that's not a problem. But yeah, no. Uh, but if you want to see us fight um, for fifty nine ninety nine, I'm sure we could uh, we could probably come up with something. Yeah, we could talk about which has the better exclusive. I mean, we're gonna get on to something here. Yeah, uh, Diego Avila at a Latino lawyer asks: Do you ever write fan fiction or draw fan art from 
a favorite game as a kid? If so, please share. I drew a mean Earthworm Jim. Kind of funny that you mentioned Earthworm Jim. I used to draw a comic strip based on uh, my own version of Earthworm Jim. Really? Yep, grade five. You still have it? Nope. I might. I might have. I doubt it, but I might. I'm one of those scribblers, Hillroy scribblers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was it. I never drew anything. I uh, I wrote a few short stories uh, based in uh, the world of Vampire the Masquerade that a girlfriend sent into White Wolf Publishing. Uh, and they liked them, and they responded back to me. Uh, they sent me a letter, and they wanted uh, me to do a couple of edits on them, and then they were asking where else I had been published and what school I had gone to. Wow. Uh, and I was only like 21, and I had done none of those other things. <laughs> so that was into that. Wow. Um, cool. But uh, Duke mentioned on here that he used to do a lot of drawings, so we might be starting a form up uh, for old uh, childhood memories. Nice. Um, Darren retweeted somebody's... Uh, Drawings of Final Fantasy VI characters. Oh my goodness, those sprite drawings. They're incredible. So good, so good. Um, but how about you, Diego? Yeah. Uh, oh wait, Earth from Jim. Yeah. Can we see some of them? No. Oh. I don't want to. <laughs> I do. Uh, Julian Vega at JD1986-2004 yes. asks, I don't understand this question, so I'm hoping you do. So since P2 is filling in for Joe this week on CC Weekly, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know this question Lefty, either. righty, or do the upside down Susie? Or <laughs> other? <laughs> I just got it. I don't. It's a masturbation joke. Are you a lefty, oh. a righty, or the upside down Susie? Oh, I did not know this. Is this what does this have to do with Joe again? I think it's because Joe is. That's probably an answer that Joe would say. Yeah. So Joe would probably be an upside down Susie. Oh, you're saying what Joe would be? Yeah. I feel like Joe is probably a lefty and a righty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that. Thanks for your question, Julian. Thanks, Julian. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, Bill from STC Pod asks, we've heard P1 yes. go off on peanut allergies. What about gluten sensitivity? Uh, our uncle has celiac, and I take that very seriously. It's a disease that if you eat gluten, has the potential to uh, um, really, really damage your insides and, and uh, increase risk for There's this whole new trend of everybody thinking that they're celiac now, though. And they're not, but they think they are. Our uncle happens to be Oh, one. so what he's asking is, what do I think about hypochondriac pricks who uh, oh. <laughs> who decide to say that they have something they don't have? Uh, I guess well, so. Well, I think they're hypochondriac pricks, so you should get over themselves. Okay. If you have celiac, you have celiac it's a serious disease. If you don't have celiac, you can fucking eat gluten too. Yeah, if it's not medically proven, you do not have celiac. <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> You're going to get I'm going to rub them in peanut butter. All uh, right. <laughs> next up. All right, here's a We're big gonna, one. We'll do retro pixel, then we'll end with musty. Okay. Retro pixel right. ass. Time time. Worst third-party controller or gaming peripheral you've had the misfortune of owning or using? Uh, I remember uh, the old Mad Cats controllers. Yeah, there was one on an N64. I don't. Even, I think it was Mad Cats, but I'm not sure. It was like an old N64, but the sides were really like cut in half. Yeah. So it was this, but these were like non-existent. There was no this part uh, or this part. Yeah. It was green. It sucked. Uh, the joystick was really loose on it. Uh, worst one for me. Uh, as the older brother, I never had to use any of those bullshit controllers. We never owned any of them. We never bought third no, party. our parents always bought, yeah, first party. God, I love them. Um, I don't really have any, uh, in all honesty, I, I most likely would have just not used a third party controller if I was at a friend's house. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever used. It sucked. <laughs> so, last question from Musty Hobbit. Uh, Musty asks, um... What are your three musty? So I was talking with Musty today about Xbox and how my Xbox collection is complete um, based on exclusives to that console. 
he said he would do the same with PS3, so he asked us what our top three PS3 exclusive choices are. Now, this gave me a lot of food for thought, because I brought up the whole list of PS3. Right. Exclusives. Exclusives. Um, there's a lot on there for people who like games that I don't like. Right. But, in terms of games that I like, right. there's only very few. Right. This was an eye-opener for me. So, you go first. Uh, Alright, I have 3D Game Heroes. Right, so that's a good choice. It's a From Software title, plays like a top-down Zelda. It's Zelda. It's the original Zelda, but with updated graphics, essentially. Uh, my first choice is uh, Dragon's Crown. It's uh, Vanillaware, side-scrolling, action-adventure, sort of like the old uh, beat-em-up styles from the 16-bit dates. Gorgeous, gorgeous art style. A lot of fun. Uh, you can play it online as well. Uh, it also is on the Vita. So I don't know if it fully counts, but it's it's only on those two. Is this game actually really good? Did you beat it? Uh, I got I put a lot of time into it. I don't like that game. <laughs> Nino Cooney is my next one. Uh, good choice. Good choice. Uh, great uh, Pokemon style ish. Uh, beautiful Studio Ghibli art. Level five RPG. Yep. I don't think I can say any more words. Uh, I'm gonna say Infamous. I I actually really enjoyed the first Infamous. Uh, I liked the story in it. I like it was that was the first game I played I think where I had sort of like the moral choices yeah uh, and I really really wanted to choose all of the bad things and I found myself always choosing all the good things because I am actually a person in society wow we are living in a society so that's why I, I chose infamous I haven't played any of the ones like that that like Gran Turismo and things things that people should like but I don't like uh, Valkyria Chronicles is my last one which is now you can get on Steam but I mean it is exclusive for the generation I guess yeah um, and it's on PS4 now yeah and it's it's a beautiful watercolor strategy RPG you definitely have to try so yeah. well done made by Sega it's like an alternate World War 2 setting kind of thing yeah beautiful love story I love love stories in games I think Musty does too uh, so, check out Valkyria Chronicles, man. I think you'll like it. Uh, and my last pick, which probably won't come as a surprise, is Demon's Souls. Um, yeah, good one. Exclusive to PS3, so it started the Souls franchise, and it's probably the best game on that console. It's the strongest exclusive on that console, no doubt. Um, but they, there's also things like The Last of Us, The Uncharted, Uncharted series, series, God of War, uh, stuff that people like. Gran Turismo is their biggest Grand selling Turismo. exclusive. Stuff that it, people like that we don't like, or I don't like, you might like. I, and, and I don't hate those games. They're okay, but I would never sell a console with them. Uh, but if you like those things, they're You right. didn't ask us for our top three PlayStation exclusives to hear Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Right. You know what I mean? So um, You know they're there. So those are my choices. And yeah, I agree with you. I looked at that list, and there is exclusives. There is, I would say, probably an equal number of... Ex maybe less. There might be less uh, PlayStation 3 exclusives that I was interested in than there was Xbox 360 exclusives. Uh, after looking at it now... So then the question becomes, not, why did I go with the PS3 over the Xbox 360? Because mm. I, I actually think I prefer that controller. It is a good controller. Anyway, that's the show. <laughs> that's a rant for another day. Do Thank we like the 360 more than yeah, PS3? Yeah. Who knows? Thank you for watching. Uh, if you're watching this video on YouTube or listening to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, Please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcast videos and blogs from our community, such as Musty Hobbit, Are You Okay, and Retropixel. Nice. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club and you love the community and would like to help see it grow, you can go to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where you can give as little or as much as you like. And every cent uh, donated goes directly to improving the club for everyone. I'm Player One. I am Player Two. See you next week.
or we're gonna post it and post it. I'll see you next time. All right. I love you all.